Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing. Hey, what's up, Progressive Overload family? I am Tyson the Kaioken Kid, the one and only, the great one. You know all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm here with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm here with Typhoid Joe. What's up? <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'm back. I can barely yeah. breathe. And then yeah. we have the amazing Veronica with Hello. us. What's up, Ronnie? Yeah, yeah. I forgot Ronnie, uh-huh. the main Ronnie. character. Main character vibes. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Very good, good. Very good. So what are we talking about today, Joe? Today, we're going to be talking about the softest episode ever, which is a Letterkenny reference. I know you and I have talked about Letterkenny before. It's Uh, it's not very appropriate, but it is a hilarious sitcom or whatever you want to call it on uh, Hulu. Do you watch it with subtitles? Oh, you have to. You kind of have to. (laughs) You do. I don't like subtitles, but I... They talk so fast and they're so witted. Yeah. yeah. You'll miss it if you don't don't read it. Those Canadians. But have have you ever watched Letterkenny? A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah I think just so like good. the first season, though. Yeah, that's yeah. the best one, anyway. Anyways, so uh, the point of the point of that is uh, the advice in the fitness industry can be so harsh and so um, in your face, and so kind of uh, the balls to the wall mentality, the hammer, hammer, hammer. Uh, and we're going to take a little bit of different angle at, at some softer advice that I think will still help you uh, grow, especially if you're a beginner. But even if you're not, uh, this could be some things that you need to hear. Um, but first, I guess we're just going to do this forever until we run out of questions. Keep going. too. (laughs) Okay. Who was your childhood actor, actress crush? So Tyson, what was your favorite actor crush? I think about it. I don't know. He didn't catch that. What actor were you most attracted to? What actor was I most attracted to? Hmm. John Stamos. No, I'm just joking. (laughs) I'm just joking. (laughs) Huh. Y'all have one? I'm trying to think. Go ahead. Yeah. You, all, all the girls know right Aww. off the bat. You got his poster really on your like, wall still. No. You're about to tell me Johnny Depp. <laughs> nope. No. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, oh JTT. JTT. Yeah. yeah. His wavy hair. Wavy hair. He, that was a kid in... I uh, grew up with Home, like home, home Depot. Improvement. Or home, home, yeah, improvement. home Depot. Home Improvement, yes. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure they went to Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Half the show was shot in Home Depot, I'm sure. What about yeah. you? can't think of one you can't think I of really, one I, I didn't have an actor that I just like absolutely loved I don't know yeah, yeah. No, no female martial no artist that you idolized no no hmm. not necessarily Kelly yeah your wife my wife no I, I, that's the answer for everything <laughs> yeah yeah she's gonna hear this Kelly's the only girl I've ever thought about ever <laughs> like safe answer safe in answer in the history of ever yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I had like a child one, like the first one that comes to mind. I've, I've always had a crush on uh, Blake Lively, but I don't know if that oh. was, if she was hmm. uh, like childhood. Yeah, I don't know if that's childhood. Because I don't know when. Oh, oh, if I'm going childhood, I got to go with a Pink Ranger. Oh, okay. yeah, that yeah. was that was yeah. yeah if we're my, going, if we're going all the way to the kiddies, uh-huh. yeah, man, that'd be like the first one I can remember. It was like puberty awakening. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Pink Ranger. The pink yeah. Ranger. Yeah, the yellow one just wasn't there for it. Right? No, the pink one. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Mostly, <laughs> mostly. I don't know if you know this, some uh, Power Ranger history for you, but uh, the yellow Ranger, and during all the fight scenes, was actually a man, so that's probably oh, really? why you <laughs> like the girl. That's probably <laughs> why. Go. It just it didn't move right. <laughs> this is weird. 
All right. All right so, so go to our first one. Yeah. Let so it... the first one, uh, what you hear from the fitness industry is this is the this is nutritional science that you should follow. This is a diet that will work for you, and you have to follow this. You need to follow this diet. Um, but the softer side of that is really whatever works best for you is 100% valid. Like if it, if you can stick to it, if it's something that works for you and you enjoy it and you think you can keep it up for life, it is perfectly valid. Mm. Yeah. That was my point. I agree. To be fair. To be, to fair. be fair. Letter Kenny reference. Yes. Um I you know, I would say even science agrees with us though. I think yeah. I think whatever works for you based on as long as you can maintain the the body that you know, the body mass index that you like, right. that, that you're comfortable with, you're healthy, should right. be, then, yeah, as long as you can maintain that, go for it. Yeah. Do what works. For sure. Well, we're speaking of um, terms of like losing weight and stuff like that. I think it's important to note the reason why a lot of like mainstream things make it seem really complicated is because if you make it really complicated, you make it seem really difficult to figure out, then they can sell you a solution, mm. right? Exactly. So uh, making it, that's such a good point. Easier and breaking it down, that's not helpful to anyone trying to sell anybody anything. Sure. So at the end of the day, from a weight loss standpoint, we were talking about it doesn't matter what you do and people are really set on keto or paleo or whatever, but as long as you're creating calorie deficit, whatever, however way you do that, you're going to be successful. Yeah. 100%. So it doesn't really matter how you do that and um, it doesn't have to be complicated. I love that point so much because when you can create confusion but make it sound just good enough, that's yep. when that hook comes in, that sale pitch comes in. Oh, you don't understand that? Let me coach you. Yeah, I'll sell you something. Let me sell it. Let me sell you this program. Now, Thanks. also too though, like I don't know about you guys, but you know you hear about maintenance, maintaining. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm never maintaining. I'm either cutting or I'm bulking. There's never like, oh, I'm happy where I'm at and I'll <laughs> just continue on being yeah. this where I'm at right now. I always see it as an experiment because I don't see it as like one's bad and one's good. Like mm -hmm. as far as like where I've been body weight wise for the most part. But I was like, this is the most muscle mass I've ever had. I just mm -hmm. want to see what it looks like with a little less body fat. Sure. Right. So you cut it's it down, not. So. Yeah. I, not that I feel like I'm unhealthy or that right. like. Right. Like I'm unhappy. I just I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. And it, you're almost any time I've just tried to maintain what you do is you end up getting too comfortable in that mm. in that place, mm -hmm. and then you're like, "Oh, I'm putting on body weight," mm -hmm. and you end up on a bulk. <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah, so just call it a bulk. Just yeah, call it a bulk, bulk phase. <laughs> yeah, just don't do, don't dirty it up that bulk. Um, this is another one that I love, uh, and I think it'll bring good conversation. But the industry screams, "Oh, you want to look better, move better, blah, blah blah." All you need to do is eat less and move more. It's mm -hmm. that easy. When in reality, a lot of times, um, a lot of times, the majority of times, eating less is keeping you from losing weight. Right. Um, for chronic under eaters, which is mostly women, a lot of the average women that come into the yeah. gym, they have been stuck on that 1200 calorie diet for so mm -hmm. long. And then they're like, all right, I need to lose more weight. So I'm going to eat less and eat less and eat less. That is not always the answer. You'll find that if you coach them to eat more, they're afraid they're so afraid mm -hmm. to add anything more into their diet. They're so restrictive. Mm -hmm. But um, not only does it mess you up physically because you, you're not going to get a great workout when you are fatigued. Right. And you don't have any energy. So you're not going to have a great workout 
at all and you can't put any muscle mass on that way so at that point why are you even looking to lose any sort of weight like mm-hmm. what are we talking about fat loss or are we talking about weight loss right and that's a big difference i don't think people differentiate that enough and f- as we know weight loss is just overall fat and yeah. muscle loss and that actually isn't going to be helpful over time for anybody no no i know from a, a fighter standpoint i come across this whenever a fighter's got a fight event coming up and they just completely freak out about their weight, you know, and mm. they're just like, I got to right. cut everything out. We're right. going, I'm just starving. They, they'll cut their calories completely down. Yeah. And then their workouts start to suffer. And then they, you know, they don't have enough um, protein. They're not mm. having enough uh, just fuel to fuel their workouts. And they end up getting injured a lot of times or burnt out yeah. or sick, exactly. or, you know, all these things. Um, that's definitely not the way to go about it. You got to have a plan from the, you got to, you got to have an eating plan and a program just like, just like any, just like your workout just program, like a workout plan. Um, and then follow it to a T. But it's weird because they see that end goal, that end number, and uh, it's almost like they start, they lose faith in me yeah. for a second as yeah. their coach. They're like, yeah. "There's no way I'm going to be able to get that down. There's no way that I'm eating this amount." And I'm still going to drop off the weight to be able mm-hmm. to get to where I we need to be. We also live in an age of instant gratification. Mm. So nobody wants to like see the process and see the journey and watch it unfold like slowly. They just want to get to that end goal immediately. Sure. Right. So a lot of times that's why people cut so quickly and mm. so much is they're like, well, let's get there in half the time. Well, yeah. then you're not actually losing the you know, the fat loss you want to lose, you're going to lose strength. Sure, well, strength like that, and, and then your body goes into survival mode. It just tries to hold on to everything. Yeah, well, and you got to think about, like, the hormone response that's going to happen yeah. to that, too. It, your your hormone response is not going to be advantageous to building muscle. Right. It is going to be advantageous to holding on fat that's, because your body's scared of losing yeah, what like, it needs to survive. You, you turn off the food all of a sudden, um, your body's like, well, I guess we're we're in hard times. I right. guess I need to hang on to this. Exactly. And that's yeah. just the physical components. Like, like if you're cutting at all, there's a huge mental component to food that most people don't even address. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge reason why if you cut too much too soon, you could end up, and a lot of people do, end up in this restrict binge cycle mm-hmm. that takes yep. years to get over if it's, you ever do. It's hard to get out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jean, uh, we mentioned her last episode. Uh, me, me and her are celebrating this win. I guess last week, uh, she's uh, she came to me. Uh, you know, very much under eating. She was not eating near enough that she should be. And me asking her to eat more really, I mean, honestly, scared her. And uh, I'm, I know she doesn't mind me sharing this. Um, but she, uh, think thankfully, she trusted me and listened to me and and starting increasing her caloric input. And little we know, she's fitting into different pant sizes. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah. lo- I mean, her weight has gone down, and she's like, "How the heck? That am her I sleep eating? is better. Yes. Everything's better. Oh, it's, it's stress full, levels yeah, are better full, all the way around." Uh, but she's just like, her mind is blown that she's eating more, but her body's changing like rapidly. And it's honestly, her really general cool. disposition is so much cheerier. Uh huh. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I'm proud of her. Go, Jean. Yeah. Yay, Jean. Two shouts out. Two shout outs in back-to-back episodes. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah, I, you know, this makes me think, too, though. These It reminds me of some of the uh, the bad advice that I would get when I first started working out. From people, Funny enough, from people who don't work out, well, a lot of times, more than happy to give you advice. Yeah. And one is, I just distinctly remember, oh, you want to cut some, you want to lose some weight, just back off the feed bag a little bit, you know? <laughs> oh, that's always like the... <laughs> just the old the rancher, go-to. you know? Right. Just, just eat less. What are you talking about? It's not that hard. <laughs> it's, it turns out to be a little bit more complicated. It is more that. complicated. I think it depends on your goals too, and I say this every episode, I'm sure. But because it's true, 
um, there are people who obviously for whatever career and whatever you're trying to accomplish. So fighters, people who have to be on stage at a certain time, you're prepping for a certain reason. You're going to have to be way stricter in your food plan and be more methodical than you are for like, I'm cutting for summer. Right. 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 It's like, and it's not necessary to my career goals for it to work. Right. So if it doesn't, I mean, if I get just close, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, but for people who are, you know, on a career path, it's much more serious. Mm-hmm. Right. If you just want to look a little bit better for, for the summer season, so you're a little bit more confident, you know, at the beach or at the pool or whatever, um, you don't it, it, you don't have to take it that serious. It's, right. it's a different level of commitment. And kind of what this next step goes, that goes well with it. Like, whether you hit your goals or not, the fact that you care about it, the fact that you're that you have goals, you're already better than everybody else that's at home sitting on their couch with with no goals in mind whatsoever. Yeah. So be proud of that. <coughs> Ambition is important. I think it's for our overall satisfaction as human beings. I think it's really important that we have ambition towards something, motivation towards something. Yeah, and like I remember hearing this from somebody. I don't remember where. But he was talking to a mentor or something like that. He's like, I'm afraid I'm just not a good enough dad. And what the mentor said was like, the fact that you're afraid of not being a good dad already proves that you're a better dad than most people out there. Like you, you care about it. You obviously want to be better. Yeah. And then that's, that's half the battle right there. Mm -hmm. Most people, so many people are just so stagnant and don't care about any sort of growth whatsoever in their life. And that's a, I mean, I've been there before and it's not a fun place to be. Sure. I saw something the other day that was kind of along those same lines. It was like. Oh, you didn't hit your bench weight or your squat weight or whatever you're trying to do. It's like you're there's all these other most people don't even work out regularly. Yeah, 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 you're winning. You're winning. You're okay. (laughs) You probably you might be listening to this podcast and you're like just looking, begging for help, looking for motivation. Like the fact that you're here, already investing time into a health and fitness podcast, already tells me that you're a growth minded person and you want to know more and you want to improve, and that already proves. That you're doing the right things and you're doing a great job. So well, what I would don't be t- too hard. Don't be too hard on yourself. Not only that, what I would tell a fighter that was coming to me with these kind of questions, you know, it, the fact if your if your goals are so big that you're having trouble reaching them, then they're big enough. Yeah. If you're reaching your goals just one after another too fat, well, Ooh, that's good. Dream, too. dream bigger, man. Dream what are you bigger, doing? Yeah. You should be failing dreams. your goals a little yes. bit. Get but also, being too tied up in the end goal is that's a hazard for just quitting, right? Mm. You're just like, oh, I didn't reach it. And now I'm just not going to try again. I'm just going to be done. So it's like, find some happiness in the journey and in the process. Yeah. I think, I think the, the fitness media and and everything, they, they push the end result so hard. And they're also trying to sell everybody something. Of course. And it's all money motivated. Uh, but that's not the message that helps. It's the message that helps is not just, yearning 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 striving for that end goal the the biggest thing you can do in your health and fitness journey is learn how to grow within the journey and you know uh i was explaining this to gene yesterday is there's if you imagine like two different people in the same circumstance and one put all of the hard work in and they did everything you need to do they they were dedicated in all areas of their fitness and they reached their end goal and then you have the other person who probably went up and down, but ended up doing something like Ozempic or, you know, some sort of, uh, weight loss surgery or something like that. Some magic pill, some magic pill, whatever. And, uh, if you compare the end result of those two people, they're going to be completely different people sure. because of the Absolutely. lessons that that the first one learned through the hard work, through mm-hmm. the determination, how they learned, uh, they learned 
a discipline. their body, they learn the discipline. There's so many lessons. People do not put enough importance on the lessons you learn in a journey. Mm. Also just creating a habit that is going to help you more physically too. So if you're so wrapped up in just like physical appearance, like you're not thinking long-term and you're not thinking about your mental health and how it's going to help you get there too. Yeah, absolutely. Wrapped up. But um, I also want to talk about the, like the, well, the all or nothing, we kind of spoke about that earlier, right. mentality around things like this. And for a long time, I had to unfollow everyone that was like hashtag no excuses. Yeah, yeah. Right? No days off. It's like no days off, no excuses. Like I'm so sick and I'm busting it out at the gym right now. <laughs> right. But that's not a flex. No. Absolutely. That's not a flex. And that kind of goes right on to our next, you know, our next. Uh, Segway. Yeah, segue. Yep. Look at you. <laughs> Look, you're a regular <laughs> now, up. I told you. Alley-oop. Yep, yep, yep. But, um. Yeah, and that's just some workouts are amazing and some are not, and that's got to be okay. Yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. It, it, there's so many different factors that can prove or that can uh, set up a just amazing killer workout, mm-hmm. and you can do that same workout the next week under different circumstances, and it just feel like crap. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And there's, I mean, it's dependent on sleep, your nutrition uh, that week, that night before, um, your stress levels of of work or family. There's so many different things. Yes. So you didn't do anything wrong. It's funny how much life around the gym mm-hmm. can can affect just exactly your performance yeah. in the gym. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. We were just talking about that with everyone being sick and trying to come back from mm-hmm. that. And yeah, workouts not being great. Right. Yeah, I've been, I've been fighting this little back injury. So mm. I have been nursing <laughs> my workouts quite a bit. Like I was, uh, I did a whole, I think, 100 and maybe, maybe 125 pounds on my barbell row right. the other day. And that's like. That's nothing yeah. compared to Aww. just my regular, and it was just kind of humbling a little bit. Yeah. Like, also speaking of that, like in the same thing, we got to separate our rational and our irrational mindset. Because mm-hmm. my mind, if I'm not in the gym for two days, I'm losing all my muscle mass. Oh, I'm losing that. all my definition, and I'm yeah, everything's gone, everything's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. And rationally, we know that's not the case. That's no. not the thing. It's probably even more beneficial towards growth to sure. take time away. I'm on day four without working out right now and it's killing me. Uh, but I just knew like I was already beat down. I lost yeah. so much sleep for the last four nights. Like it's kind of productive be, to what you're would, trying to do. It would not help me at yeah. all. And that, uh, that's really hard for me to do, but I, I'm forcing myself to do it. I'll get a workout tonight though. And I think it'll feel good. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, working out, especially I think to all three of us, it is a, it's a mental health thing as much Absolutely. as it is a, uh, a physical you know, but the thing, the thing about it is, is you are actually physically damaging the muscles <laughs> to regrow them. So whenever you're already beat down, it's more stress on the body. You don't, you don't go out and stress out the body more. So right. It's exactly. just counterproductive. Like, I've lost mm-hmm. so much sleep. Like, uh, my daughter was up for like four hours in the middle of the night, the other night and I was the only one home. And so, uh, the last thing I needed to do when I was already sick was go beat myself down anymore. Yeah. Um, the next one is, I think, important uh, and so important, especially for uh, for beginners out there um, or somebody who's just still new to their journey. Just know that a little bit of effort consistently will take you so much more further, more much more farthest, more farthest, <laughs> much further than uh, a hard journey. What's what's the opposite of a little bit of effort? Like uh, intense journey inconsistently mm-hmm. right so um and that's yeah, what you were kind of saying in one of the last episodes i was on about for new beginners too doing a full body workout would be more beneficial because with oh, right. like 
consistently a couple times a week than like going in and just picking one body part and just tearing it apart mm -hmm. right once a month right right yeah any any like really anything you can do consistently is going to be is the key consistency right. is it has to be the most important factor have you ever have you ever heard of the door frame workout no i don't think so so every time you go through the door door frame of your house mm -hmm. you got to drop down and give 10 push-ups and then 10 pull-ups i would never oh, get dude. anywhere i <laughs> I but, bet that I bet you get such good results dude, there. So yeah, man. Some of the some of the people that were telling me about it, like every time they go to the bathroom, right. you got to go drop down, give you ten. You yeah. know, get up, get ten pull ups. Like the results, they, they speak for themselves. And it's just yeah. over. And not that push ten push ups isn't a lot no, of push ups. Yeah. But if you do that every time you go to the bathroom, well, suddenly yeah. you did a hundred push ups today, uh -huh. or yeah. more. Yeah. You know? There's a there's a pretty new concept out there that's called like all day workouts, mm. and it's mm. literally like. Like if you're at home all day and you have like a, you have something at home that you could do, just like once an hour setting your alarm and if you have like a squat rack at home, going to do three sets of squat and then I being love done that. for the and then you like get I to go back just to your, randomly. I'm like I'm gonna go do a set. Yeah, <laughs> and and this, the the studies are impressive, like way better results than oh, people who just go those. do one hour at a time because that really messes with people's all or nothing mentality. Uh -huh. They're like, either I'm working super, super hard or I'm going to do nothing yeah. at all. And then be freaking out. Wait, I won't even be able to sweat by then. And like, yeah. oh, no. It's like, turns out you don't need to. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> but to yeah. me, it makes sense. I mean, you think about humans whenever we are in our natural environment yeah. before the air conditioner and the buildings. And I mean, we were out gathering food, right. whether we were hunting or we were farming or whatever. So consistently yeah. having to work out all day long, mm -hmm. picking things up, putting them mm -hmm. down. Like, that's what we were more designed to do than to be in a gym for two hours Absolutely. or an hour. Yeah, and then sitting at the desk the rest of the day. Yeah. 100%. So I think it makes sense to me that our body would adapt to that better than, you know, the 45-minute mm -hmm. Yeah, go look up. I forget what they're calling them, but basically just Google all-day workouts, and, and there will be yeah, some studies. We'll that that's really that's cool. We work in a gym. We should do this. I know, it's, and I have I done like that before. Do this. So I, I, when it's, like, really <laughs> slow, I've done this before. Well, I'll just go put – I'll keep 225 on the bench back there. Just, and then once an hour, I just go to hit up a really couple reps. challenges. Yeah, I know. Pretty fun. Pretty fun. Um, we do do challenges, but I always win them all. So said quit. Do -do. Oh, so the past few challenges, I've won, and they quit doing them. We did win the the, the hang challenge. Um, I love this one, and we we briefly mentioned this uh, last week. Is you don't have to live in the gym. It does not have to take over your mm -hmm. life. It does not have to be uh, your identity. Mm. Uh, and 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 I, you know, gym people, especially on Instagram, they yeah. they they. They portray, they portray yeah. that, that gym is life and gym is life. it's taken over my whole world. It does not have to do that. So many and of my it, clients. If it does, it's okay. But I think right. it doesn't make you a better person. It doesn't make you more educated. It doesn't make you actually hit your goals any faster. Like, so right. exactly. if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But just know that you're, it's, it, you're not better than somebody who comes in consistently just for like 45 minutes right so i mean my clients like they're they have real world lives outside of the gym you know and they come and see me you know three or four times a week but that's it like they don't it's not their life it's not their identity they just yeah. know that they have to do this and it's a weird thing about that because that's not our life you know right that was a hard lesson i had to learn for sure about teaching other people <clears throat> fighting yeah, is because I love it to the an obsession point. Oh yeah, and so sure. whenever other people 
they don't when I'm teaching them these things and ever they they don't go home and, and watch film. They don't go home and, <laughs> right. and shadow box in the mirror. No. They, they, like they think about it for forty five minutes or an hour and uh-huh. they leave. That's it, yeah. Where I don't turn it off. Right. Exactly. And so like whenever they're not on my level with it, yeah. it, it took me a little bit to realize mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna have to change how I teach right. you know, these type of people. Right. right. For sure. Yeah. And it's, it's like what we said earlier, it depends on what you're doing it for. If you're looking for more functional movement and a better quality of life, then one's fine. If you are, if that's your career and you're trying to be on stage in four weeks, then mm-hmm. that, that's something else entirely. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, and then at the end of that is like, in order to be successful, you don't have to meal prep every single meal. You don't have to walk around with a shaker bottle. You don't have to you do all of it. No, because I brought mine <laughs> with me everywhere I go. It is, that's funny. Yeah. But like, walk around with your gallon jug. There's so like, many people. Okay, uh, I feel attacked. <laughs> well, we, yeah. So do we. So do we. That's yeah. <laughs> um, But so many people just they look at the fitness industry and they're like, oh, I, I don't want to live that life. That and if that's what I have to do in order to to be a part of this yeah. family or to be a yeah. part of this lifestyle. I, don't, I can't start. So I think a lot of times the way that uh, gym enthusiasts portray their lifestyle, it probably cre- uh, keeps putting. a lot of people yeah. from it. Yeah. Um, you don't have to do that. No. Well, you know, we've talked about it before. The gym can be an intimidating place when you've never been in, mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. one before. You know, you see all these machines and the weights and you see big old strong dudes picking things up and grunting. Uh-huh. I think people have a natural inclination to think they're being judged anyway. Yeah. Especially in a new mm-hmm. environment that you're not familiar with, for sure. Mm-hmm. And and you're like you said, you're new to it, so like you you already think you look silly doing these things, and you're afraid someone else is going to notice that you look silly. It's a yeah. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. That's that's been uh, like I love visiting new gyms. It's like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. to do. But I have been nervous to go to the to the uh, Wichita Falls Barbell Club, the mm-hmm. the starting oh, yeah uh, yeah um, the starting strength sure. gym there, just because. I know the one is there. The one. The, the, <laughs> whole, the holy one. Oh, I ain't scared. Oh, let's go. Let's huh? I ain't scared. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep saying that because I lost his name. I was hoping you would say it. Oh, oh it's uh, Mark Ripito. Okay. Ripito. Yeah. yeah. I have his book. Yeah. Shout out to Mark awesome. Ripito. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. One day we'll go. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Field trip. I'm not afraid of him yelling at me for my deadlift form. That's what I'm scared of. So what, dude? Yeah. I know. Correct that's what I'm scared me. Of. Great. He I will need yell. advice. Yeah. You're afraid of conflict is the problem. <laughs> uh, a little bit. I do not like it. Um, this last one I put is like, you do not have to go hard and you do not have to go home. But you can't you stay don't have here. To- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's just one of those one of those myths that, w- that we, we talk about. It's like, you don't have to put 100% of effort into every single workout. I've had to tell myself this a lot, especially as what we were talking about is recovering from sickness and stuff, deload weeks. I'm really bad about mm. stuff like that yeah. because there is that irrational part of my mind that's like, I'm here, but I give it everything I got because right. this is where I am, but it's not, it's not going to be beneficial. Right. Yeah. A mature gym goer will know that I got poor sleep last night. I did not eat very well last night. I blah, blah, blah. And I know the circumstances are not set up correctly for me to just kill myself here. Yeah. So I'm going to take about 10% off here. <laughs> Squirrely Dan. And take about 10% off there. And so many letter cutting references in this episode. I love it. Uh, is that what you likes about me? Is that what you like? <laughs> Sorry. Go uh, ahead. I love it. Finish your point. Um, I lost it. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. A mature gym, gym guard. We'll, we'll see 
uh, the evidence stacking against him and say, okay, I'm going to take some, some, some off here and know that I, if I only go 80% in here, I will probably walk out of here feeling better than if I went 100% mm-hmm. in here. Yeah. And that's a, that's a hard lesson to learn. Uh, but once you learn it, I think it could be very helpful. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll either learn it the easy way or the hard way. Yeah. You know, because life has a, the gym has a funny way of teaching you when you should hold off. Yeah. Next thing you know, that old back will start talking to you, Mr. <laughs> Burwell. Yes. Yes. You're talking to yourself now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, man. I probably shouldn't have done deadlifts as many sets as I did the other day. And probably I really, not. I think that's what it was. Probably not. Now probably you're not. back at square one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. What other soft advice do y'all, y'all think of? I'm not good at soft advice. I know. This you hate been, it. This has been a struggle for me, this whole podcast. <laughs> I know. Because so when, I, when I mentioned the topic, you're like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> well, because... We live in this nerfed world where everything is soft and everybody, all the corners are rounded so we don't bump our little heads on it. When, man, so many people need to hear the opposite of this too where, listen, sometimes you do have to push yourself. You just got to know when to do it. And that's the thing. I think everything in moderation. I think there's a healthy balance. And I think that's the point of today's podcast. Getting rid of the all or nothing mentality. Yeah, you don't, I mean, don't go breaking yourself down to the point where, you know, you, you get injured. But also push yourself too. You know, I don't want... I don't want anybody to think get anything the, the wrong message with this where they're like, oh, well, I don't really have to try hard either. Right. I mean, man, if you want the goals and you want the results, you, do. you have it's to chase work. it. Yeah. And it's not easy. That's the that's the real point is it's not easy. And you you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do the work to get the re- I get results. It. I get it. It's yeah. also the difference between creating a discipline and it just being like, I'll go if I feel like it. Mm. I'll go when the mood arises or whatever. Yep. It's like, well, no, this is what I do on this day at this time. And I think you know that you've created that when mm-hmm. you're actually probably struggling to take a day off. <laughs> right. Yeah. My my heart for this episode came from a situation like two nights ago, I said, when my daughter was up all night, yeah. up for like three hours. Um, My wife was home, so it was just me and her. And at that point, she was already in my bed because I was trying to get her to sleep. <clears throat> and every time she would, every time I realized she still wasn't asleep, she was like, Daddy, I'm thirsty. And I would get her a drink. I was like, Presley, go to sleep now. Oh, man. And, you know, I was like raising my voice. voice. I was Presley, you will go back to your room if you don't go to sleep. And, you know, just kind of being really harsh with her. And and then I, uh, we ended up FaceTiming Lorna because she was at her night shift work. And she was like, Joe, just be nice, be sweet, rub her hair, you know, Aww. put her to sleep. And, and I was like, oh, you're right. So, of course, my, I felt all guilty. Immediately we hung up and I faced her and I was put my, head, my hand on her face and I was singing to her. I was rubbing her hair. We held hands, and she Aww. fell asleep almost immediately. Yeah. And so this, like, sometimes that's what people need in life is they sometimes. don't need somebody yeah. in your face yeah, you're right. telling you how wrong you're doing things, how bad you're doing. Sometimes you need somebody to come to you through love, and that's when I think true life can change can happen. And that's totally presents itself in the Bible, and especially when you're witness, witnessing to somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have been witnessed from to somebody and they were trying to do that whole fire and brimstone tactic. Yeah. If you don't do this, you're going to hell. If you don't do this, you're going to hell. Nobody comes to the gospel to know Jesus through a fear of hell. And that's the, that's always been such a passionate thing for me because if I want you to know Jesus, I want you to know him for who he is, who and how much he loves us and not I don't I don't want you to say, "Okay, I guess I'll believe in this guy so I don't go to hell." That's not the gospel. That's not how it works. And so many people go out there, go about that. 
and just nothing but trying to scare, scare, scare you into it. And that's what the fitness industry does. Let me scare you into making this life change so that you'll find, so that you'll buy my program, of course, or something sure. like that. But that's not how it's supposed to go about. Let me teach you how much better life of you can have, how mm-hmm. much better, how much better your, your marriage will be, how much your, your parenthood will be, how much everything will be in life when you just focus on growing yourself and loving yourself and loving people, loving your body. There's just, you can go so many places with that, sure. but that's where I kind of got my idea for this episode. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And I miss my daughter all of a sudden. I want to go. Over her. So we'll, uh, Veronica, thank you for being on the, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, not that you're a guest anymore. You're, you're yeah, going to be, I'm you're just guest. on the revolving door. <laughs> Regular. She's going to do the host. She's going to do the intro next time. Yes. Mm. Be listening for that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Y'all have anything else? Oh, we covered it. So. All right. Uh, make sure that you're following us and subscribed, whatever uh, channel you're listening to, uh, so you can get notifi- notifications whenever an episode drops, and you don't miss out on any of our good content. And uh, we love you all. Thank you all so much for the support. And yeah, goodbye. What, what are we? At? We're on Spotify, iTunes, oh, yeah. YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts. Google we're on uh, um, anywhere podcast. Yeah, are, anywhere. We're on literally every platform that That's podcasts awesome. are on for the most part. Yeah, so. no uh, Amazon Music and Audible. I know a lot of people use Audible. We're on yeah. there also. So. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no excuses. Go listen. Go listen to us. and subscribe, rate, share, all that fun stuff. All that good stuff. All right. All goodbye. Right. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Overload Podcast. We're honored to be a small part of your day. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or are interested in sponsoring our efforts, please feel free to reach out via email. Find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops. And as always, you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.